Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Ready to talk football in Arkansas? Let's join Kevin Bohannon with Scoop and Score. Brought to you by Wood Family of Dealerships in Batesville. Well, that was a nice teaser, Kevin, that you had on Twitter today talking about who will be the uh, outstanding performer uh, several over 200 yards passing and quite a uh, well I'll just let you from this point forward because once again you've got to come up with the one player yeah it's getting to the point where we just got to flip a coin and that's the tough thing about it when you have quarterbacks putting up over 300 yards multiple players putting up five plus touchdowns in a, on a Friday night, and then you how get about receivers eight? How about that are eight nine. in one night. How about eight in one night? Eight in one, yeah, yeah, eight in one night. So we actually had two of those this week. So we'll get right to it, Randy. Uh, our honorable mention list this week: Jabray Shaw, the running back, a defensive back from Little Rock Mills. Uh, they're five and zero in the year, four and zero in the year. Two interceptions. He had a seventy-yard pick six and a touchdown on the ground. Keandre Barker, the sophomore from BB, he's ranked number sixty-nine in the nation right now in that class. Had 15 carries for 141 yards and a touchdown. Also added a pick six on defense. BB got a big 14 to seven win over Whitehall. Sloan Perrin, the quarterback from Nashville, 15 of 19, 134 yards with a touchdown. On the ground, he kicked in 24 carries for 150 yards, two touchdowns. Octavius Rhodes, the Hot Springs wide receiver, seven catches, 194 yards, five touchdowns. Mm. Owen Miller from Harding Academy, the sophomore quarterback. Harding Academy, actually the place of this Friday's Ortho Arkansas Football Friday. Can't wait to get up there. The QB had 310 yards, two touchdowns through the air, added 71 yards and a touchdown on the ground. Donovan Amolo, the sweet lefty from Conway, 26 of 37, 375 yards, five touchdowns through the air, also added a touchdown on the ground. Conway rolled over Washtenaw High School, 63 to 20. Bo Williams, the touchdown machine from Shallow Christian, 20 carries, 96 yards, three touchdowns. His backfield mate, Eli Wisdom, keeps putting up the yardage, Randy. 407 yards total offense, three touchdowns. Ty Hayes, the gentry running back, 23 carries, 257 yards, and a touchdown. DeAndre Burns, the Arkansas State commit, wide receiver from El Dorado, eight catches, 124 yards, two touchdowns. El Dorado beat Green County Tech, 44-6. Walker White, another big night for the junior quarterback from Little Rock Christian. 17 of 29, 269 yards, three touchdowns through the air. Added two touchdowns on the ground as Little Rock Christian defeated Russellville 42 to 14. Brady Dillon from Sheridan, the quarterback, got his first career start. Went 9 of 11, 130 yards and two touchdowns through the air. Added a rushing touchdown to send the game to overtime against West Memphis. The Yellow Jackets came up just short. Decimus Ruiz from Berryville, four total touchdowns, three pass, one rush on the night. Ethan Williams, the linebacker from Berryville, had two pick sixes in their 62 to nothing win. Dennis Gaines from East Poinsett County. Now guys, this is, this is real, I promise. 13 carries for 326 yards and three touchdowns. Landon Melnichuk from Stuttgart. This is the kind of quarterback I like, guys, right here. Three touchdowns through the air, two touchdowns on the ground. Also had an interception at safety. Montario Elston from Parkview had eight catches for 118 yards, three touchdowns. Parkview came up just short against Class 7A North Little Rock. 
Kyle Ferry from Harding Academy was three of four on field goals. His field goals made were from 40, 42, and for the second straight week, a 55-plus yarder. He hit it from 55 on Friday night. He now has a 55-yarder and a 56-yarder. The state record of 57 is within his reach, and I think he gets that by the end of the year. Ethan Cruz from Dumas, 12 tackles, two interceptions, also chipped in 50 yards as Dumas gets their first win on the year. Colin Robinson from Episcopal, 20 carries, 173 yards, three touchdowns on the night. Jackson Taylor from Hector, the quarterback, had three TDs on the ground, four for four extra points, also kicked the game-winning 22-yard field goal as Hector defeated Clarendon 31-30. Taylor Coffey from Lone Oak, the defensive tackle, the big man, had a fumble return for a touchdown, also blocked a punt in their 54-7 win over Memphis Business High School. The Wren boys from Melbourne, Trey Wren, the quarterback, 244 yards, three touchdowns through the air, also added 58 on the ground. His receiver, Grant Wren, had nine catches, 120 yards, and two touchdowns. Quentin Murphy, another really good, talented sophomore in that class. From Robinson, the quarterback was 11 of 15 for 202 yards and four touchdowns. Josh Ficklin, the senior running back from Bentonville, 17 carries, 142 yards, two touchdowns. Kai Watson from Walnut Ridge, 153 yards, a touchdown on the ground. He also chipped in with an interception pick six. Sam Sanders, the quarterback from Little Rock Catholic. Little Rock Catholic is undefeated right now. John Fogelman's crew is running on all cylinders. He was 13 of 20 on the night for 182 yards, four total touchdowns, two through the air, and two on the ground. Gary and Curry, the Magnolia running back, 144 yards, two touchdowns in their 21-7 win over win. Hunter Houston from Greenwood, short night's work, one half a play, 12-15, of 15, 163 yards, four touchdowns. Dee Dee Johnson, man, what a night. The running back from Cersei, 22 carries for 229 yards, chipped in five catches for 92 yards, receiving four total touchdowns. Talon Smith. The linebacker from Prescott, eight tackles, two sacks, two forced fumbles, and an interception on the night. Luke King, another one of those linebacker slash quarterback types. The Hazen signal caller was 337 yards of total offense, three touchdowns, also chipped in double-digit tackles on the night. Ole Kendall from Mansfield, 223 yards passing, four touchdowns, also added a touchdown on the ground. And now, this was so tough, Randy, but I, I, it, was, it was a coin flip at the end. Chris Bell, the Gentry quarterback, was 17 of 21 for 309 yards, five touchdowns. He also had three touchdowns on the ground. For eight total touchdowns, Gentry won big over P. Ridge, 59-28. But our Wood Family dealership, primetime performer of the week, got to give it to the quarterback from Hot Springs, Matthew Contreras. There you go. 15 of 25, 401 yards of passing, eight touchdowns on the night what a performance the other night and i got a little insight on the game they won they beat little rock southwest 61 to 30 little rock southwest kept rolling up and playing man coverage and the offensive coordinator told the or the head coach told the offensive coordinator if they keep doing that keep throwing it and i mean you see they averaged i think 36 yards on the, t- the, eight, the eight touchdowns cover average 36 yards per touchdown but randy i want to give a special recognition really quick malachi henry the wide receiver from Van Buren, plus uh, Coach Mo Henry. His father got his first win as a head coach. Kai Henry tied the Van Buren record for touchdowns uh, at 24 the other night with a touchdown. He was six catches for 78 yards. 
it's always good to recognize those kids that have put in really good careers. Uh, and Kyle Henry at Van Buren has sure done that. That is, uh, that's a neat story. In fact, uh, Mo didn't even know they won the game. Uh, well, I'll say he know he knew they won the game, but he didn't realize yeah. at the moment that was his first career victory uh, as a head coach. So that's a pretty neat story, and his right. had had a major hand in that. Um, I've been asked by multiple people, so I'll ask this of you because they're wanting to know what factors do you use to ultimately come up with the player of the week? Uh, there's a couple things that go into it. We look at statistics, obviously, but uh, what did they do for their team and what stage it was on? So with this the other night, obviously you get two guys that have eight touchdowns together, 400 yards versus 300, eight in one column versus five and three. Uh, in that situation, it's a 51-49 split. I poll some other guys that I really respect in the media industry and mm-hmm. say, okay, if you had to select this, and I, doing a blind study so they don't know where the kids are from, I put the stats up there, what the score of the game was, school versus is it a conference game, is it not, uh, and get some input from around the state. It's, it's, I don't spin a wheel every every week on mon- Sunday or Monday and say, oh, that's where it lands, so – uh, we, we put actually put a lot of thought into this, and we want to recognize as many as possible. Every week we see we have 30-plus kids. Hit me up on Twitter, Coach Cabo. Uh, DMs are always open. Uh, tag tag yourself on there. If you've got a young man that's worthy of a primetime performance of the week, uh, just let us know. All right. They are doing, they meaning Major League Baseball, and they're doing their predictors. Uh, looks like Aaron Judge now is going to hit – 65 home runs uh, in the regular season, 162-game schedule. So I don't know if you've got a predictor, but uh, you used uh, Matthew Contreras a moment ago, 15 of 25 for Mm -hmm. 401 yards. Is there any kind of projections on what some of these kids could ultimately uh, finish? I mean, you look at Owen Miller at Harding Academy. It seems like every week he's throwing for 310 yards or more. So you take that out over a 10-game schedule, that's obviously 3,100 yards. And then I think it's safe to say they're going to play some postseason football, which is yeah. only going to add to those totals. I mean, is there any any kind of um, metric that you can kind of look at and see what kind of pace some of these kids are on? Because first thing I think of is, Man, if these guys are throwing for over 300 yards a game, there's got to be some state records that could be in jeopardy. Yeah, and th- this is where my coach Kevin Kelly comes out in me because I have a lot of respect for Coach Kelly and what he did at PA. But I'm a numbers guy too. I've always loved stats, reading college football almanacs when I was eight, nine years old. So I look at what these kids could do down the line. So Owen Miller's, you know, for example, if they play 14 games, they'll play 15 if they get to War Memorial. But over a 15 game schedule, he's looking at uh, over 4,500 yards, and at four touchdowns a week, he's going to get up to 60 touchdowns. That's total, of course. It could be a 50-10 split or however you see it. But if they if these guys stay on the pace, you had a lot of kids, a lot of young men in non-conference play had 10, 12 touchdowns. So over the course of a regular season, that's going to be 30 touchdowns at 30 to 40 touchdowns at the end of the season. We're going to have a lot of numbers to break down at the end of the season, no doubt. Yeah, absolutely. All right, when we come back, we will have the Wood Family Dealership Primetime 
Razorback players of the game. So stay with us. Ready to talk football in Arkansas. Let's join Kevin Bohannon with Scoop and Score. Brought to you by Wood Family of Dealerships in Batesville. Well, I guess, Kevin, when we get to naming the Wood Family Dealership primetime Razorback performers, it was beginning to look like uh, we need to figure out somebody on Missouri State that we might need to pick (laughs) as the primetime performer of the week but then man were there some fireworks between bryce stevens and that 81 80 82 85 whatever number it was punt return and then combine that with the rocket man i can hear elton john singing it right now and rocket sanders with that 73 yard shovel pass for a touchdown all of a sudden now we could start thinking about the wood family dealership prime time Arkansas Razorback performers. It's funny that you say that, Randy, because, as you know, my my wife and I, we were under the weather, and that's why I was limited on Friday. But Saturday, we were feeling a little bit better, and we are watching the Razorback game. And she says, this is not helping, you know, feel better. And I was like, I know it's not. But (laughs) she said, hey, when you do your radio show on Tuesday, you might have to do a Missouri State player just – just tell Randy you're just going to do that. So it was pretty funny that you brought that up. But, you know, and this just shows the how the culture has changed. There was no panic. I know there was a lot of panic on social media, in the stadium, wherever you were watching or listening to the game. There was a lot of panic when you get down 17 points. I don't care who it's to. And then when you get down 10 in the fourth quarter. But they stayed composed. And, you know, you talk about special teams, Bryce Stevens, Bryce Stevens is our special team performer of the week with that 82-yard punt return. But it wasn't just that. He he had a couple of early in the game. He had a 10-yarder that got called back, and then he had a 30, 30 or 32-yarder that got called back on a hold. So you could kind of see that they were setting up to that. And when he kicked it, when the Missouri State punter booted it 50, 55 yards, you saw it set up beautifully. He ran the track, got the good block from Sam Mbake, and took it the distance. So, uh, looking at defense, Drew Sanders had another great game. It's becoming expectations at this point. And Jimbo Fisher talked on the SEC teleconference this week how he recruited him out of high school, and but and he tried to get him out of the portal, but the numbers wouldn't allow it. I'm sorry. I don't care what the numbers are. I would allow Drew Sanders to come on my team. I would make room at this <laughs> point. But uh, on on. On Saturday night, one guy stood out besides Drew Sanders, and that's Jordan Dominic. And he's in the top ten with a lot of categories, forced fumble, sacks. He's got, he had two sacks on the night, seven tackles, uh, three solo, four assisted. He was always there around the football. So Jordan Dominic is our primetime performer of the week on defense. And then offense, i got to give it to the Rocket Man again. And on that 73-yard shovel pass, uh, set up beautifully, he just hit it to the next level. And I'm not comparing him to Darren McFadden by any means, but you saw the number five, and you saw how he shot through the secondary right there. It was very reminiscent of 2006 at Wood Memorial Stadium when Darren McFadden took it 80 yards against LSU, and he just split the Red Sea, went right through the LSU defense. Missouri State's not LSU. We know that. But seeing Sanders split the defense like that was very reminiscent of that run for another number five. So, 242 yards of total offense, two touchdowns. He did have the fumble earlier in the game. He obviously learned from that. But it just shows he's going to be a threat in the run and pass game. Uh, 
did get to see him block some. I know I talked to Trey Biddy about that a couple of weeks ago. His run blocking is ferocious out there on the edge. So he's becoming a complete back. And you, you can see carries are going to be limited because when he can tote the rock 20-plus times a week and get 144 yards is what he's averaging right now, uh, they're going to keep feeding him for sure. All right. <clears throat> Pardon me. All right, take your metrics. You love taking the metrics. Rocket is averaging, what, about 160 yards a game, something like that? Is that yeah, right? 157, yeah. something like that. Yeah. 157. Yeah. All right. He's leading the All SEC right, by over 100 yards. By tw- In 12 games. Don't even take in the postseason into account. 12 games, what's your projection for the, that is like the Ohio State, the rocket man. <laughs> you got you got to take into account you're going to hit an SEC schedule too. Now you you have had some decent teams that you're playing, or you're not playing uh, Sisters of the Poor or some directional school. I know Missouri State used to be a directional school, but I digress. So if, if you go at the average he's at right now, which is not likely to happen, I say he still averages 125 yards a game, and that's going to put him, you know, right at one. 1440 on the year. What had been accomplished through the first three games? Rocket Sanders has reached 440 yards faster than any other Razorback since Darren McFadden in 2007. Over the first three games of the 2007 season, DMAC rushed 86 times, 519 yards, which is a mere 6.03 yards per carry for touchdowns the rocket man currently has 66 rushes for 440 yards which is a 6.67 yard per carry and three rushing touchdowns and he owns another eight catches for 117 yards and a receiving touchdown i mean that's pretty late company i know we keep wanting some do anyway Start talking. Let's yeah. compare him to DMAC. No, no, no. This is this is for comparison. I understand that, but I'm not comparing Rocket Sanders at this stage of his career to DMAC. Uh, Rocket's two years in. DMAC did his over a three-year period of time. But you start talking, Kevin Rick. You start talking 1,400, 1,500 yards mm-hmm. in a season. Yeah. We're talking 12 games. That's, That's elite. pretty elite company. Yep, it is. Absolutely, yeah. DMAC had 1,600 his sophomore year and then over 1,800 his junior year. Of course, he had more carries. But it's a different offense that you're seeing in. I know they had the Wildcat and things like that, but they were playing against mostly seven, eight, eight-man boxes in 06 and 07 because you usually had one tight end in the Houston Nut offense. Now you're spread out a little bit. You're getting to see lighter boxes. You have more running back by committee. I know they had Felix and Peyton back then, and then Michael Smith, of course. But I don't think that Sanders will get the number of carries, but I do think his yards per rush could be higher, and it's about a half yard higher 
right now through the first three games, looking at both of those seasons, because I think he's going to be fresher at the end of the year because you, they do rotate those backs in a little bit more. It's a faster-paced offense. They're going to get more plays in. So, end of the year, he could be looking at, you know, a top-five season, you know, all-time rushing yardage on that list. Uh, he's unearned it this Saturday yep. against A&M. It may be that Arkansas has to chunk it a little bit more than maybe what we normally see because of an outstanding run defense by Texas A&M. All right, Kevin, we'll talk with you on Friday. That is Kevin Bohannon. Thanks, guys. Turtle Motors is doing 